Once upon a time, way back when there were only 9,000 Arsenal podcasts, five young men from various backgrounds, an Irish kid with a horrible haircut, a young Jewish nerd who hadn't discovered food yet, a child from Hemel Hempstead who didn't want to be English no more, a handsome advertising magnate with impeccable judgment, and a young Mexican AC Milan fan hatched a plan to take over the world of Arsenal podcasts. But then these boys became men. Jared. Mikey. Ewan. Magic. And Andy. And the rest, my friends, is history. And now, all these years later, you tune in every so often to hear their incredible takes their football knowledge, and their sensual advice. But now, it's gone too far. You, our fans, are at long last witness to season... Seven! 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 Welcome to the Gooners Pod. Hello! <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, it's it's professional, uh, as they say in the industry, professional AF. But uh, welcome to the Gooners oh. Podcast, Season Seven, Episode Fifty Nine. Aston, first of all, it's good to see you again. Things getting back to normal in Orlando after uh, after the storm, after the flooding. Yeah, everything's pretty much um, returning to normal. We're just trying to, you know, help the last of us that are maybe been relocated and things like that. But everything's good. And might I add, we are Gooners Podcast FC, the classiest pod that the oh. world has ever seen. Yeah, I mean, obviously. I mean, and, and, and that's only because of our guest today. But uh, but as we get ready to introduce the one and the only Peter Drury, uh, I have a question asking. Do you want to know what the five best days in my life are? Name them. Okay. Number one and number two, of course, are a tie because I have two children and, you know, their, their births are, were very different and wonderful and, and, and perfect. And so that's, that's one and two. Number three, I mean, for anyone who knows me and my family and all that, of course, it's, it'll be May 26, 1989. <laughs> um, and um, number five, by the way, I'm skipping ahead, is, is, was my wedding day. Uh, but uh, number four is Wednesday, July 6th. Uh, 2022. Now, does anybody know what happened on that day? July what? Wednesday, July 6, 2022. I'll give you a hint. Uh, it is this. <laughs> now, P Peter... Well, first of all, welcome to welcome back to the Gunners Podcast. It's great to have you on. We appreciate you coming. Hey, Mike. And um, and, and you know, I I, I kid, but I but I kind of don't because how how long after this was announced did I reach out to you by email and say, oh my gosh, you got to come back on. We're so excited. Yeah, well, but it didn't take long, Mike, and I'm sorry it has taken this long. I know I'm a I'm a real pest and a thought in your side, and uh, I'm <laughs> I'm glad that I'm glad that we're finally. Uh, communicating again it's well really good. It, it i mean if if you've ever spoken to peter i i, I that sounds really kind of ridiculous but i mean if you spoke you know how humble he is how how uh you know genuine you are about what about what you do and and i understand that you wanted to kind of 
get your footing and 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 get into your new new position. I just wanted to say this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to football in America. Uh, is is seriously to you, is to have you do it. And I know that a lot of people who are watching today, a lot of our uh, fellow Arsenal Americans, as as we call ourselves, are are very thrilled to see that news. So um, so yeah, but I. I Putting my wedding day after that might get me in a little bit of trouble. So, but but that's I hope okay. It does. It should. It should. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're looking for a roommate, anybody, I'm, I, I might be looking for one soon. So, um, you know, we do got to mention, like you, you, it has to be crazy, right? Because here you are. You are a humble guy. You do come up. You, you do come off as an, an incredibly, like you know, you, nothing that you do is is that special, and yet. And yet you're now on the USA, most bombastic country in the world. And all you, you have to see yourself everywhere because everybody's hyping you up, man. How's the transition been? Well, I've got to say, Aston, that I'm a really lucky guy because um, I've joined NBC and it's a, it's a lovely family I've become part of. Um, You know, you're not too interested in the mechanics of all that, but I would just say it's always best to be on the right side of your boss, but I I feel really (laughs) nice Uh, managed. I've been really well supported. I'm part of a of a of a mutually supportive team, which which makes arriving as the new boy so much easier. Um, I've also been very very lucky um, that the first couple of months of this season have produced some fantastic football matches, um, mm-hmm. and Arsenal have been involved in quite a lot of them. Um, and uh, I'm also very fortunate that. Um, I've run into uh, an enthusiasm for the the game, the league, and in your case, the club, which which makes it very easy to to sort of bounce off, if you know what I mean. It's it's just it, I, I feel as though in in as it were joining the American community, Premier League community, in your case, the Arsenal community. Um, I, I've just kind of fallen on my feet. Um, there's there's massive warmth. Um, and I, I love I love the fact in a way that you you obviously support your club naturally, instinctively, um, but but you're, you're kind of following our league against the grain, if you know what I mean. You've got <clears throat> all of the great American sports for which I have great respect, but I must be honest, very little knowledge. Um, there's every reason to support those and, and you choose to support, you know, the league that I work in. And, and it just excites me. It's so fresh. It's yeah. so kind of happening. It's crazy because you're covering the same league, many, mostly the same players, the same teams that you have for years and years. I mean, you have uninterruptedly covered the Premier League for, you know, for one, for the World Feed, for for BT, or, you know, for, for a number of different organizations over the years. So it's seamless in that regard, but it's a completely different process and a, yeah. and a completely different audience. And, and you know, we perhaps don't not, you know, we don't take the production and the authenticity for granted as might happen in other areas. And I think that's where you're seeing some of this mania of, of really just, I mean, you know, I'm not saying it's that, that if you don't live in America or you've been watching Peter Drury for years on, uh, on the world feed or on, on British television or otherwise that you take it for granted, but you know, there's just that extra enthusiasm over the authenticity and well, the poetry of it all. My, what I would say um, is is this, and again, I give credit to the people I work for and with. Um, I hope I'd have known this myself, but but the only real instruction they gave me 
was don't you dare talk down to an American audience. Don't you <laughs> dare think that you've got to explain the offside rule every 10 minutes. Uh, you, you are now dealing with what is a mature football audience, football in, in the European sense uh, audience, um, which doesn't need pandering to. Just do it the same way you do it anywhere else uh, in the world, in the UK or elsewhere, um, because, you know, this audience is ready for that uh, and has been for a long time. And so in that regard, it, it wasn't difficult because I didn't change anything. Um, it's a, that had to be Rebecca, right? That was Rebecca saying that. <laughs> Fan of the um, friend of the show, by the way, lovely, lovely person. Can't get enough of her, but I know that was Rebecca. <laughs> well, she she certainly endorsed Aston. She certainly endorsed that view. Well, and, it, and it's got to come. It's got to come from the top and the produ producers because what yeah. we've noticed in NBC's coverage, in stark contrast to their predecessors, the uh, you know Foxes and and and. The previous, uh, even in some cases to an extent, ESPN, and this is me saying this, obviously not you, uh, but you know there there was that kind of Americanization. I mean, bringing in a particular announcer, I'm not going to name, who is incredible at the hysteria and mania of American football and college basketball, and brought that to football where it just was not it, it wasn't authentic whatsoever <laughs> is uh you know is, it, it, and nbc's understood that from the start and they've gotten exactly who the audience is and and bringing you in is is the next link in that chain so um now you've called six out of our nine games this year which which is <laughs> unique i mean is it true that you've asked for like an exclusive Arsenal-only deal going forward. <laughs> they, they've fallen. They've fallen in the right slot, actually. And and it, in that regard, we've been really lucky because hmm. we would have done all of those Arsenal games if Arsenal were not doing anything. You know, that's that's where they were scheduled. And Arsenal have been such a treat to watch. Um, you know, I, I know one of those six clearly was the game you lost against Manchester United. That that happens. Um, but you know, good game still though. Well, right from, you know, Bournemouth, the humblest place in the in the English Premier League, you know, where Saliba scored that ridiculously brilliant goal. Oh, my. Centre-backs <laughs> aren't supposed to score goals like that. Um, <laughs> right, You know, right through, obviously, your triumphant day against Tottenham and the other day against Liverpool. You know, uh, it, it's it, it's a treat to watch Arsenal. And we, we have got so lucky that Arsenal have appeared on our roster so often. Um at the start of this season. Well, what I what I really want to bring up about this, and, and it's so interesting because we're talking about your transition into the NBC for the American audience. And one of the benefits of NBC just getting into this um, game is you guys as commentators and as a sports brand get I always say you guys get to write narratives. You tell stories. You tell these great stories over a season. And it, and NBC, because it's newer, doesn't have like a lot of the biases or what we would say the old guard involved in these old stories that we've heard a thousand times. And you yourself being a – I know you don't like the term um, the, the moniker poet, but that's what we hear when you, when you speak. You particularly – create these fantastic narratives not over just over the season but over each game what how's how's that been going for you like what is what it what inspires that and and what stories are like the best stories for you so far this season listen aston you you in terms of the premier league you've absolutely nailed it there that's exactly what it is 
it's a soap opera. It is an ongoing story with 20 clubs, which is 20 agendas, 20 storylines. And within each of those storylines every weekend, um, you know, there, there are 10 twists, which are the 10 games we play. And each of those games has its own story to tell. And, and in all of the sort of statistical and historical um, preparation that any commentator does for any game that they are broadcasting, for me, the most important, whether it's 10 minutes, 20 minutes, half an hour, an hour, two hours, I spend, the most important period of time is the time I spend thinking, just away from all the notes, thinking, right, what in essence is this game all about? You know, if I'm telling the story of this game, never mind that, you know, X has scored so many goals, Y has conceded so many goals, last time they met it was this, last time they met it was that. Never mind all of that. If I'm a fan switching on the television today or even going to the stadium today, what is the nub of the issue? You know, and when it's Arsenal Tottenham, it's not very hard to get to the nub of the issue. It's, it shouts in, the, in your face. But around Arsenal right now, the, the story is a really uplifting one because you know as well as I do that there have been recent years when going to the uh, Emirates, it's been quiet. It's been, I, I wouldn't go so far as to say soulless, but there's been a sense that nothing's about to happen. Um, but now you're going, and, and I think we said before the game, before the game on, on Sunday, that fabulous game against Liverpool, which for me, uh, you know, all clubs included, was the best game of the season so far. Um, even before that game, we were saying to each other, do you know, we trust Arsenal now. We trust Arsenal to um, potentially beat Liverpool. Of course, it wasn't a certainty. Liverpool are a very, very good team still. Um, but uh, it, it's, it, it is kind of trying to capture the mood around each club and around each game that I hope the fans are also capturing. Mm. Um, you know, and, and that's what it is. It's a, it's a separate story every time. And I was wondering what the like, you know, from from your experience when you arrive at the uh, at, at the stadium, when you go to the gantry, if you are in it, any other areas around, uh, I mean, are, how much of that game day atmosphere and the ability to distinguish it from years past when you were there, uh, you know, do you really get to sink in? It sounds like a lot, actually. Yeah. Well, funnily enough. Arsenal, the Emirates, is is particular in that sense because um, where the where the gantry is uh, that we broadcast from, the television gantry, is accessible to the back tier of supporters. So we do actually get to interact a bit with some of the supporters. And and in you know, I mean, listen, I I was working on Arsenal when they were winning things under Wenger, you know, way back, um, and there was obviously great great excitement then. And then you have the barren years. And and there you you could you know the noise is off during the barren years tended to be boo hiss you know get them off <clears throat> what's going on here sort of noise um, both both in terms of what we could hear over our shoulder when the game was on and those conversations that you have because you bump into people on the way in and now people are are kind of overflowing with their um, with with their sort of joy around it all that. They're pinching themselves and saying, "Whoa, we've got a team again." You yeah, know, we're a little disarmed by it, but it's but it's yeah. wonderful and it's beautiful, yeah. and I, you know, it's certainly noticeable. And sounds like you get you really do get the true flavor of that. Yeah. Oh, you really do that. You really do. It's a real mood ground. 
Well, that's what's so interesting because, you know, and, you know, maybe my biases are are reading into this, but it just feels a lot of the time, especially with the old guard, with the old new older news stations that, you know, we've been we get it. We deserved it. We were punching bags for some time. But um, it almost feels like there was always a reason why what Arsenal was doing wasn't good enough like even when we were playing well it wasn't it wasn't quite right and you were one of the first commentators from the crystal palace game even that started really commenting on i think this is different matter of fact i i think it was during the fulham game if i'm quoting you goes rebecca this time arsenal are the real deal something something along those lines and you were one of the first people i think that's why so many arsenal fans feel so connected to you because it feels like you're reaching into our souls and really reading our stories even individually with the players like the story with saliba has been great so far yeah i i think um i think asking that um i i I'm a romantic, actually. I'm a romantic. <laughs> so when I when I when I see it when I see it being played beautifully, whether or not I really believe Arsenal are the real thing, I want to believe Arsenal are the real thing because because it's... oh, I do too. I do too. Thank <laughs> you. I wish Thank more you. of our colleagues in the Arsenal fan base felt that. Way, <laughs> no, that that's the thing. And when I I have to be careful because, I, as you well know, I'm not an Arsenal fan, and I wouldn't want, want to suggest any sort of bias. Uh, and I feel no bias, but but I do love the beautiful game played beautifully. And um, when Arsenal are playing beautifully, I want to believe it's sustainable. Uh, you know, I don't want to I don't want to uh, put a pin in this balloon of happiness. But you guys both know, as do I, that you know we're a quarter of the way into the season, and this this can still go wrong. Um, as, as, you know, you've had false storms before at Arsenal. You've been in those positions on the Wenger in those years when in February you could win everything and by the 1st of March you were out of everything. Um, you know, that that stuff happens and, and can still happen. And Manchester City, by the way, are formidable. And if yeah. Arsenal stay with Manchester City into the spring even, never mind April and May, if they stay with them into February and March, that would have been a phenomenal achievement. Um, so yeah, because they've got a literal demon in their team. That I, I listen. I love Holland. He's a great player. But can we all admit that that's not a human? That's yeah. not a human. Do, do you are you guys um, familiar with um, the the films which I brought my kids up on, Mister Incredible? Yeah, yeah. The Incredibles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're in we're in sort of every dimension. He's just a little bit sort of super size. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> He's got that kind of, yeah. Now my my kid, I mean, uh, my kids are this. Are, sounds like they're the same age as your kids, uh, and the same in, uh, age as Aston. Uh, I was about to say, my your kids, my partner, my partner's like watching the Incredible Incredibles like right now. <laughs> you might not want to admit to that on in uh, in public. <laughs> there are some laws against stuff. Anyway, um, so you know, I don't know whether you have. I, I know, for example, in American football. The once a week telecast, the the national televised Sunday night games. The you know the the announcers are always talking about. Well, on Friday when we met with the coach and the team, and we we talked about this and that and so on. I'm guessing in 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 proper football, as I like to call it, um, there isn't necessarily that kind of you know FaceTime that one on. I mean, they do press conferences, and and you're not you know necessarily in the press conferences, but. There's not that preview of, you know, talk to Arteta, get a sense. So how how close to Mikel Arteta 
uh, or any other coach, I guess, in the in the Premier League, uh, David Moyes, as, as an ex- uh, for example, are you really able to get to get the sense of who and how they're doing? My I, this this answer, I'm afraid, will disappoint you because broadly speaking, these days the answer is not very close. Yeah. Um, th- things have changed in that regard. Certainly, um, having spoken to some guys who who broadcast in America on on our football and other sports, I know that there is. Um, much more normally a relationship between the broadcaster and the coach. You know, you can speak the day before and talk about tactics and have these off-the-record conversations and, and all of that sort of stuff. And and largely that did used to be the case, actually. You know, back in the day, I, if I was doing a Champions League game with Manchester United, I could speak to Sir Alex Ferguson and, you know, Arsene Wenger or one of his coaches beforehand. Um, but increasingly, um, a, a distance has built up. And I guess that's to do with the proliferation of broadcasters. You know, there are so many uh, now that, um, it, you know, it's less personal, more of a crowd. Uh, and so, listen, we've learned. And, and actually, you know, the, the the sort of last straw that broke that camel's back was, as with so many things in life, COVID. Because there, mm. became, there became a point of physical separation. Um, and we got used to that. We couldn't get anywhere near them. Literally couldn't get anywhere near them. Yeah. Um, and so we got used to not being anywhere near them. Uh, and, you know, the, the key things that it's useful to know, that is to say, what's the team going to be? How are you going to line up? Are you going to play three centre-backs or four? Or, you know, all of that sort of thing. Um, 95 times out of 100, you can work out when you get the team and you get the team, um, you know, an hour and a quarter before kickoff. And it sort of doesn't matter. What does matter, I think, is... Uh, that is a shame is that you can't have those um those little personal insights those little nuggets that that make the difference and and sadly we can't really supply those at the moment it's just not available i, I figured as much and and the one thing that made me actually think about that question was you know the tomiyasu uh and i don't want to you know take up a bunch of our remaining time talking about the tactical essence of why he did that i think it we can all agree it worked out well uh but you know why did he play Tommy Yasu ahead of Tierney at left back? Is yeah, yeah. Just, just you know that that tactical shift had 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 you had an off the record conversation that was embargoed until the game started. No, I hadn't actually. I hadn't. Do you know what? The, oh no, no. The, I'm saying, but had you been able to do that, oh, then it would have yeah, been yeah. perfect to say, well, you know, Arteta's thinking in this was blah blah blah. Yeah. Instead, we're all basically at, at a level playing field of, you know, of trying to assume why he did it. And, and no, when when that team came out. Funnily enough, Mike, the first thing I did was um, go to my iPad and look back and find out when Tommy Yasu last played at left back. Um, and it was a worthwhile exercise because close your ears now, but it was when you got beaten by Tottenham, you know, <laughs> which cost you a Champions League place. Uh, which, so, so actually, that was a, that, not a good storyline from your perspective, but an interesting one because last time he did it, it you know, it, for the team, not necessarily him, but for the team, it didn't go well. And, and my second reaction to that was, how disappointed must Kieran Tierney be that Tinchenko mm. is uh, injured and and he picked Tomiyasu? But there there must have been a reason. Tierney had played the European game, I suppose. Um, so there you are. Anyway, I but no, I, I'm afraid I didn't have any insight for that. Yeah, and 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 it's it's too bad uh, that 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 there's not that level of closeness going out for. A, I can vision you having a, a glass of red wine with. With Arsene, <laughs> with Arsene and uh, you know and and uh, Alex Ferguson together yeah. probably. 
So do you think Arquette is a wine guy, or do you think he's like a beer guy? Australia. Now that is a good question. Um, mm. I could I can see him with a really sort of meaty, juicy Spanish red, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean. Like yeah. he very he, he comes off he comes off very stern at times, but he's also yeah. quite posh. If you notice, yeah, so. no, definitely. Well, those yeah. shirts and the and the hair, yeah. the impeccable hair. I mean, yeah, I don't I don't think he's rocking up to a bar and ordering <laughs> a uh, you know a. a Carlsberg or anything like that. He so. is, let's let's be honest. He's a sophisticate, isn't he? <laughs> he did, well, he learned he learned from the most from from the sophisticate of all sophisticates. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we we do have, uh, and and this is why we ended up going a bit a bit earlier than than seven p.m. We do have a limited amount of time, and there's one kind of element to this that I really want to get to, um, and you know the rest of it we can either cover next time or Aston and I can continue to chat after, uh, after we've let you go. But I do, I do want to uh, try to honor the participation of some of our guests who Ooh. have, uh, you know, who, I don't know if you've been able to read the, the comments that have been put, put up, but, you know, again, this is what we're talking about with, uh, with those who, you know, who really do have a, a sense for your poetic. Uh, so, so, I do want to say real quick, just just one last thing on the game, um, Peter, and it's that moment, like, you know, the moment that we're all talking about the way that you do you understand that that's going to be like if Arsenal do go on to do the things that we all hope that they can do? Do you understand that that's the moment that we're all going to rewind to at the end of the year? Yeah. Um, Oh, this. Ah. (laughs) <laughs> I was, I was, I was, you know, we, we, we're not the type to just play the video and have the audio on, but you know, we do, ha- we do have you on. And, and I, I found a font that I think was even uh, perfect for this, but uh, you know, whether or not you're, you're okay to, you know, to, to redo this or not, that's well, up to you. But. Well, like, to be honest, redoing it, uh, I you tell you, what, you re- can't. Right. Redoing it would a wouldn't work, and b would make me feel awkward about quoting myself. I, I, that, <laughs> you know, that's that's. But but uh, b I would say, where are we at? A B C or D? I can't remember. But the next thing I would say is thank goodness he scored. Otherwise, yeah. all of that would look a bit silly, wouldn't it? And that's a that's a great point. I didn't even think about that because I don't want to think about that. But like, but yeah, I mean, the, the only what, what would you say? It's happened again. Correct. <laughs> 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 yeah, good shout. I, I, yeah, I don't know what you would say. So, all right. No, so this, the, the only thing I'd say is right at the end of it, just if you want a little bit more insight into it. Obviously, all of the all of it up to the taking of the kick is just what happened. And then he scored, and such poise came out. And and genuinely, uh, that when I said such poise, that was going to be it. Genuinely, I the, <clears throat> such noise hadn't occurred to me. And then a lot of noise happened, and I thought, "Way, well, hey, <laughs> I can say <laughs> such a noise now." Um, so that, that, that's it was, better than that's better than such five poise. seconds after poise that I thought of noise. Really, um, that's better than such poise, and then saying, "I said such poise." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So um, I, I knew I, I, I was quite sure that you, you know that it wouldn't really work for you to redo this commentary because you know the it, it it's not meant to be redone but we did ask oh first of all we did ask a couple of our uh listeners to to come up with their own arsenal poetry and i do think as long as you're not quoting yourself 
that it would be a very special treat for them to hear their poetry in your voice. Before that, though, I want to share with you two poems that I did and, and kind of get your feedback on them. You're not going to you don't have to do anything, but okay. just make just make fun of me. Um, <laughs> all right. So they're both limericks, of course, because that's like the lazy man's poetry. Um, there once was a gunner named Abba whose behavior quickly became quite improper. <laughs> he went elsewhere to work, turned into a jerk. And on November the 6th, he gets clobbered. Wow. I think you need to use that in the pregame show. Are you doing the Chelsea game? Do you know that far in advance? Uh, I, I can't remember whether I am or not, but I tell you what, Mike, it's um, it's a, a fine piece of rhyming. Uh, <laughs> you, you've, made, you've made words rhyme there that have never rhymed before. <laughs> <laughs> first, yeah, and, and I did actually use the uh, you know, I, I had the, the what were what rhymes with with uh improper yeah and and obviously in terms of the content i couldn't possibly comment no of course we, no, we wouldn't <laughs> but uh but i i can understand why an arsenal fan would enjoy that um not all arsenal fans <laughs> Trev, trev's taking time out of his trip to the arctic circle in bode glimped right now in norway to uh to criticize me over my poetry so uh, I have another one, and then we have actual ones from our listeners. Uh, there was a great move made by Adu, a Brazilian from City he rescued. He's so full of fight. We've all seen the light. Now even Jewish gooners love Jesus. So. <laughs> <laughs> Again, just a little sting in the tail there. You know, I, I, we, we did a show when he started called, uh, you know, Jews for Jesus, for Jesus, where we had four Jewish Arsenal fans, myself included. And, and yeah. you know, I tend to beat things into the ground until they're not funny anymore. And this is another example of that, I guess. Oh. But, but uh, all right. So that's no, my happy point. Wait, 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 wait. Let me get, let me get, did you see my, my intro to this show by chance, Peter? I did a little tweet trying to mimic your styles. Oh, on Twitter. Yeah. Peter, yeah, are yeah. you on Twitter? I'm not on Twitter. Okay. So so no. for this show, I said, put on your suits, put on your church clothes, put on your dancing shoes. As we talk to the guy that gives us perfect poetic punditry delivered with artistic anaphora worthy of the goddess of spoken word, Peter Drury. Whoa, gosh. I'm, 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 um, no, mine's much better. I'm almost frightened by that. <laughs> I'm very, very touched by it. Thank you. That, I don't know. I mean, it, it it was very positive towards you, but just from a from a poetic standpoint, I'm going with mine. I think uh, the Edu, I think the Edu Limerick got it. I, I, listen, please don't ask me to judge between you. That's like choosing between my kids. Yeah, so Sophie's choice, if, but only if the choice was actually really easy. Um, okay, so. Um, Hold on, just a second. I'm because we do. Someone, someone's backstage that that is that that's going to be uh, coming on in a couple of seconds. But um, all right, before that though, we have from uh, a very good friend of mine, Stephanie Harris from North Carolina, USA. It's a four-line poem, um, and this is one that that I'm going to ask if you're comfortable. Okay. <laughs> so, so take a look at it. Go. Let it sink in, and here we go. Arsenal are flying, top of the league. Arteta is a magician. We all bear witness. Trusting the process is worth the pain. Even though now we'll have Saliba on the brain. <laughs> Love it. 
So I'm Stephanie. This is the, this is the fourth or fifth most important day of my life, having my poem read uh, by by Peter Drury. So we'll have to get her list. Um, and then the next one, I, you're gonna love this one. This this guy, his name is Sham. I think, uh, aka Dope Gooner on Twitter. Uh, he lives not far from me in Washington. We're gonna get together and watch a game sometime soon. But he he pulled some awful poetry out, and I'm like, yeah. That one's not even as good as mine, I don't think. And then he pulled this one out, and it blew it blew it away. So, if uh, this is the last one, and then uh, and then we'll okay, we'll, we'll give it a go. Okay, perfect. Go. No. The game was on the line. The margins were so fine. To add to Arsenal's law, there was a penalty to score. There was a time when he did not, but Saka stepped up to the spot, and lo, behold. He redeemed himself threefold, and with a celebration so cold, he gave Pool an L to hold. <laughs> Fire! Oh my! I, this is literal gold right here. This is literal <laughs> magic. I could bottle this. I'm, I, I, I kid you not. I'm going to go after we record this. I'm going to rewind this thing and just watch that over and over. <laughs> so Stephanie's here. She's. Uh... She's she's I think she's enjoyed her her poem being read and and, oh, uh, and and I just I have to say I know I I don't like to kind of put stunts on our on our very esteemed guests but I just knew how 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 special that would be to a couple people that's gonna nice. I'll cl I'll clip that I'll be putting that in the Arsenal America fan group it's gonna be uh, it's really gonna be enjoyable so yeah uh, so thank you Peter for for, thank you. for doing that um, I want to introduce you to somebody who you might know already uh but have you been made aware of uh of, of two guys in africa one in nigeria one in kenya who uh who who oh, like yeah. who like yeah. to uh to oh, do this them. i first well let me let me play something that it's, it's one minute long and i think it's brilliant and uh and then we'll uh and then and then i'm going to introduce it to the man behind the nice. uh, behind it so hold on just a second here in case you haven't seen this everyone is watching martinelli shaka saka allison plunges jesus throws a boot at it away by van dyke they scream penalty he gives a penalty and calamity in the Liverpool penalty area. Jesus beats the ground. The hammer. <laughs> but his pain is Arsenal's opportunity. I just wonder how much contact there is here. Minimal, I would say. Bakayo Saka. Arsenal smiles, Arsenal top of the league. That was good, Rebecca. That was so very, very good. And Arsenal won it, 3-2. So that's a gentleman uh, named uh, Young Noble Commentator, and he was backstage until about – all right, here we go. I, I, I was almost devastated that he that, that he dropped off because uh, – Arrow. Now. Hey. Uh, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm fine, Peter. I'm very, very fine. Like, uh, firstly, oh. 
um uh Gunners podcast i want to say a very big thank you to you for this massive opportunity to meet my idol um no my idol i have to say you are the best you are the best you did you hear what he just said world. mate oh no i froze him ah uh. i hope he can hear oh this would be such a shame he this guy is so clever He's so clever, and he's—he's—I've said a couple of times, so I've had a chance to try and communicate with him. Um, you know, I—I'd I, love to uh, meet him so I can learn how to do it properly. He's, uh, <laughs> he is—he is absolutely fantastic. Well, I don't know what's yeah. happened with, with the audio, but uh, you know, I—I—I. I, 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 all right, here we go again. We got you back. Yeah, yeah, please. My my connection is really bad here, so so bad. No so, worries. Um, you Peter, go. Do you, have any, do you have any questions about the the you know the process and the uh, and and why and 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 the and the the, the hammer and the earphones? <laughs> I have to say this. I have to say this. Peter is the best. Peter, 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 you are the best. You are the best. Every time he says you're the best, he breaks. <laughs> One, uh, one thing is that yeah. I have I have a very wide range of audience that really love your work. Well, listen, I, I have to say, I hope you can still hear me. I have to say that your work is fantastic. The, the, the comedy value is brilliant. The outfits you do are brilliant. And the guys I work with love it too. You know, you're, you're Graham Lasso and you're Lee Dixon. Those are things of absolute genius. <laughs> And, and you know, funny enough, all of the, the facial expressions you come up with, you would be amazed how close they are to reality. You're an absolutely fantastic mimic. And um, and by the way, you're so kind to me. You are so kind. Honestly, you you deserve a global. Well, you've got a global audience, to be honest. Um, you know, and and you do it with such style and class and good humour. I personally like comedy, which doesn't hurt anybody. It's not aimed at, at spoiling people's lives, taking a mickey out of them in a nasty mm. way. It's just a gentle, so pleasant, much, Thank, funny, thank funny you so much, thank you so much. Uh, I have to say this. There is something, uh. there is something I want to say, Peter. That is, I want to say this, Peter. Uh, both I and... Uh, uh, my African uh, 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 brother, Arab. I'm very sure you, know, you you are you are very you are very much aware of Arab. The both of us are really really uh, in good contact. And uh, um, yesterday, yesterday, the both of us were, were in contact, and we always pushing ourselves, encouraging ourselves, making sure that we preach your good news. We we preach your gospel to to everyone, every follower, every football lover here in Africa and. The world at large. And one thing I want to say also is that Peter, you are you are you are the greatest. You are the greatest of all time. Yeah. <laughs> now now that he said that, I'm sure it's gonna it's gonna freeze back up yeah. again because those are the magic words. What the, what you love, what you love, you guys. And I must say this. And I, listen, I'm very flattered, and 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 I I'm I'm not very good at, at taking this sort of stuff. But what what you love is the game. What you love is the game. And I'm just a very lucky guy that I get to sit and watch it. And well, so, so, so it's it's really good. Are you an Arsenal fan? 
I think he's a Chelsea fan, actually. Is he? Are you a Chelsea fan? Oh well. Well, and and I'll tell you what, mate. We're, we're the the we're gonna we're gonna bring you back off because the, there's a lot of interference. So, um, but but I just I'll talk to you and we'll we'll, we'll try to bring you on again sometime. But we're gonna say goodbye to uh, to Peter now because I know that uh, that Peter's got to go. I, I just thought that would be a treat. I I discovered the guy. I mean, I found out about the guy. I didn't discover the guy, but I learned about him last night. And it was like three or four o'clock in the morning, and I was laughing in bed watching this guy on my phone. Um, so I just thought it would be He's thought brilliant. it would be kind of. Peter, I do want to. I, I do want to say, you know, you're a great many things, but one of them is an absolute liar. You do not just simply sit and watch the games. You are a part that of an integral part of the soap opera that is the Premier League, like we said before, you are just as much a part of it as the players on the pitch, as the fans in the stadiums, as the manager on the ground. You help create an experience that connects people around the world. You know, half the half the reason why Arsenal fans in, in the States are so jealous is because you, unlike most commentators are connecting us for the first time to those fans in the Emirates. You capture that in energy and that is not a passive thing that you're doing. So I know you don't like taking it. I know that, I know that all these plaudits are probably, you know, it, it's a lot. I, I do. I have the same imposter syndrome, but you are absolutely a part of the magic that is football. Ashton, that's very, very kind of you. I re I do appreciate the compliment. And I, I, I I take it seriously. I, I wouldn't want to uh, give the impression that I shrug it off <laughs> and ignore it. I really don't. I take it very seriously, and I, I'm immensely grateful for it. Um, <laughs> but unfortunately, I can't bring myself to believe it. So there we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, long, long may it continue. Uh, I think you've got a bit of a break, and then a and then a Thursday night football game on Amazon Prime coming up, and and then. Uh, you know, hopefully yeah, well, look, there's two games this weekend, which um, which won't interest you because one of them's at Tottenham, and the other one is <laughs> the other one is Liverpool. Uh, oh, they Manchester. interest us. We just we we, we just, for different just, reasons. You know, yes, we 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 would love to hear your your you waxing lyrical about the four nil loss uh, <laughs> that, that's coming, but we'll just have to see how how that goes. But Peter, uh, so much more to get to. We uh, there's there's a. There's a particular show format that I've been dying to do with you and 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 possibly some of your colleagues like Ian or or Derek uh, or even Lee Dixon, but uh, you know a, a football phrases FA Cup where we talk <laughs> about all the you know I, I have a bell that I ring every time someone you know <laughs> sixes and sevens yeah. or in the ascendancy. I mean it's that it's those romantic. <laughs> English football phrases that 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 I think everyone loves over here, and we have kind of an elimination knockout tournament like the FA Cup, where we end up with the best football phrase. And who better to be judges for that than you, and 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 or some of your colleagues? So uh, so I'm hoping that maybe once the World Cup is over and and, yeah. and and a routine gets back to normal, that we can do this all over again and and really just focus on answering some more of our listeners' questions and doing the FA Cup. Would that be all right? That would be a lot of fun, Mike. I Thank know, you. I know one person. At, he, he texts me every week asking when the football phrases FA Cup is going to be. So uh, <laughs> we we, we want to do it right this year, and so uh, <laughs> we're, we're going to rather do it right than do it quickly. So, Peter, thank you so much once again. Thank you so us. much, guys. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Aston. It's a privilege to be on your show. It's it's beautifully put together and a lot of fun.
<laughs> the, the, the privilege is all ours trust me and and um and and again we're asking we're going to stay on a little bit mm. uh, a little bit longer but uh peter thanks again enjoy and uh and take thank you guys care. from take arsenal care. fans all around the world thank Great. you thank yeah. you see Cheers, you guys man. all right bye-bye bye. always man the the titans that that are on this show. I mean, Josh Kroenke, uh, um, Amy that's not Lawrence, a joke, that, that's not, Peter, some people might some people might think that's a joke. Actually, we did Peter. Uh, no, no, no. I'm I'm not kidding. Mike Mike accidentally stumbles into magic all the time. Why do you think I'm here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I mean, look, we don't pod a lot. We don't pod uh regularly we we're 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 all hobbyists with this so real life gets in the way sometimes but uh but when we do it yeah i've been fortunate enough to uh to, to really be able to get to know some really good people and peter's you know at right at the top of that list um so you know stay tuned to the gunners pod be patient with us uh you know with our schedule but uh but we're going to really try to bring you some great content as we have for uh for hopefully for for seven seasons um so we haven't really talked i mean we haven't really talked about the the liverpool game in general Mm. um because we didn't do a post game we didn't do you know a, a monday night podcast but i mean how fun is this getting it's well, I wanted to zoom in on something Peter said, and it was something, it was during that penalty that that a sporting moment in history, which of course everybody, you know, wants to hype up. But if you think about it, what this game represented, fundamentally, we've done tests. We, we've had the flare-ups before, but we have never competed with Liverpool or clubs in that level for a full 90 minutes. This was a moment in time that represent both the decline in a historically wonderful Premier League uh, team in Liverpool. Well, let's let's just call it for what it is. They have some absolute was insane this the passing players. of the torch? Is that what you're saying right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. That you this think? is what it is. It's it's a it's a it's the passing of, of the one second, power the second place torch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, while all of us while all of us like try to catch up to City. Um, but it's 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 a statement of we are back in this class. We've been in this class before when we were with Wenger and we almost took it for granted. The, you know, fourth is guaranteed. Uh, we're going to be playing in Champions League. We may not win the games, but we are literally upset because we're not beating Barcelona. Like we're mad because we're not like we should be beating Barcelona or we think. And and this is what this game was. It's a return to that class. We can all celebrate today. I can say with my chest, we've got our arsenal back. I think so. I mean, I've been hesitant to say we've, we've turned the corner uh, because every time I think that we turn the corner, we haven't. And look here, here's the question in my mind. If, if we're, if the world cup comes around and we're, still in second or third place or even first, because I mean, there's not a ton of points that we should be losing uh, prior to the world cup other than possibly Chelsea away. Um, but you know, if, if we're still in that position and then we go through a stretch, we go through a, a dry January, like we did last year and we drop, you know, maybe we get six points out of 15 instead of 12 points out of 15 and we drop a couple plot spots. I mean, 
are we right back where we started or is this a different club that can come back from it and, and, and do better. And that's what remains to be seen. That won't change my mind about whether what's been going on is the right thing or not, whether, whether the process has been properly followed, whether Arteta is the right person or not. If we go through a dry January and the team just, whether it's, you know, whether it's fatigue from the world cup injuries, just a team that just can't get their head out of their ass. Cause you know, Sometimes teams just go through ruts, whatever that is. I think we're at the point now where the majority of people won't see that as being a failing of the entire thing, but rather mm. what it's meant to be, which is a bad stretch for a not yet complete project. Yeah. For, for the first time in a while, uh, we're really truly like, okay, if we had like two players, we could win the league. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's been, it's been a long time since we've been able to say that. And part of being in that class again is, you know, the pundits have had their fun, but now they're shutting up. The uh, other teams had their run at us, but now they're done. They're not coming to us with like, we don't have teams trying to take it to us anymore. Like, like, um, bottom um, bottom half teams now they're all setting up for it in low blocks trying to figure out how to how to fucking stifle us you know what i mean like it's it's different there is an air that has returned to arsenal and and you know whatever it may be whatever wherever this um, season takes us that air is there People, the, the fear of what we are is there again. We're not a team of individuals where you have to like, okay, if you if you manage to make this player quiet, it's done. Or or we're not a team that gets bullied off the ball. If you just throw them, um, throw them a couple extra fouls, the game is over. No, we're a team that's resilient. We're a team that's fight. We're a team that's creative. We'll use different avenues of attack when we need to. We'll defend with grit and and and. Um, hard men and all of that all of that is there again and you know like i said it's that's those are the things we were looking to restore it the the results will come that that's the difference like say we were and i know this comparison's been made a million times but when you look at tottenham doesn't it remind you of our first little run with emery where we were winning a lot of games but under the hood we were like I don't know about this one. And when it predictably fell off, the, the wheels predictably fell off, we got rid of Emery so quickly because we could see, we could see from the outside, and that's kind of where Tottenham is, where you're looking at the way that they're playing, and you're like, that's not sustainable. But the way that we're playing, we should win more often than we lose, f- way more often. Like, if we don't win, it's shocking. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I mean, the, doing what we're supposed to be doing is 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 refreshing, um, and um, you know, even the game we lost, like Mass Gunner said, even the game that we've lost, you could argue that we deserved not not deserved because we were naive and we made a couple mistakes, uh, but you know that we were the better team for the majority of the game. Let's put it that way. Um, you know, you can, that doesn't matter. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, but when that's the only loss, the only blemish on your schedule uh, or wow. on your schedule uh, <laughs> by the middle of October, and to be able to say that that blemish was was dubious uh, and and a little naive rather than just not being good enough, that's that's a happy thing for me. So, um, so 
I, I want to apologize uh, to those who submitted user questions that we did not get to. Uh, we just truly, you know, we always want an hour or more with our guests, but sometimes, you know, we have to settle for less. And believe me, the 45 minutes uh, or the 40 minutes or so we had with Peter was, to me, uh, you know, worth gold. Uh, but, um, you know, we will continue to bring on guests like Peter, Peter specifically, and and um, and, and try to get your, your questions in. Um, thank you, by the way, to those who did submit questions specifically to uh, to Jacob, a.k.a. Poorly Drawn Arsenal, our, our good buddy Jacob, um, Christian from, from Cleveland, Jason Schredder from North Carolina, Marty Garens uh, from Arsenal America, Marissa Callie from Arsenal America. Great questions. Not questions for, for Peter, so it'd be kind of useless for us to <laughs> to bring them up now and try to answer them ourselves. What's uh, But Aston, what is Peter's favorite footballing moment that he's been a part of? <laughs> we need you to um, answer you, this on behalf you, of Peter. Durant. You know, I think it would be the, that's your fairy tale, Giroux, you know, Lester. Obviously, obviously that's what it is, right? Um, I do want to give a shout out to everybody that we see in chat as well. We see you, What's Rob. What Giroux Steven. Lester are you talking about, by the way? Huh? The game against Leicester where? Welbeck? Yeah, Welbeck. Sorry, Welbeck. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, so I love you from Giroud, but I don't remember him doing magic against Leicester. Um, okay. my, my, my apologies. Brain gone. Well, um, I mean, I, I'm clearly not. I'm clearly not a real Arsenal fan. You, you clearly think that all Arsenal players look alike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Welbeck and Giroud look exactly yeah. the same to me. Yeah, um. Um. Also wanted to shout out FTL Gunnar Craig for the oh, uh, yes, super I'm, chat. I, I started uh, that and uh, and 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 got lost in the conversation. So yeah, thank you, Craig. Uh, by the way, the pictures of your crew in Fort Lauderdale uh, the last week or two watching these games. I mean, I, I I used to travel down to Miami all the time. The Miami Fort Lauderdale. Uh, I mean, I I used to because my in laws lived there. They've moved a little bit further up uh, the coast, but uh, I used to go there all the time and was really surprised by times where there really wasn't much of a fan group. I mean, there was the Miami area supporters club, uh, but there were, you know, there, there were times where it just kind of fell apart. And so to, to put together in South Florida, a group that looks to be vibrant and just really, really kicking ass uh, from what I understand, that's down to Craig and maybe a couple others, but, uh, but Craig, great job. And, and thank you for the generous donation. Oh, Ponchi's in the house. What's up, Ponchi? Ponchi is in the hizzle, uh, host of a uh, very successful regional Arsenal America roundup uh, in in El Paso, Texas. Um, so, uh, so that's fun. Now, go ahead. I was going to say though, before we uh, get off the game, I do have to say I know everybody's been, you know, Martinelli's been great and Saliba did great that game. Some people coming at Gabrielle, Ben White's even gotten flowers this game. Um, listen, I would be remiss if I didn't like big up my, my, my talkie hero. Okay. I just needed a second. We all need just to take a couple of minutes and pay respects to Takahiro Tamiyasu. My God, what a performance put Mo Salah, who at points last year was arguably the best player on the planet. Yeah. In his pocket, so quiet was Mo Salah, he had to be subbed off. 
He got some. They they put on a defensive midfielder because because it was too shaky, bro. Like he made he made um, Klopp give up. And and what's it's happened? Great, it's happened. Yeah, it, and what's crazy about it is I hear a lot of people talking about, you know, okay, that's a right footer on a left footer, and that was really, really good, and I get that. He's done it with Ainsley Maitland-Niles as well, but we all know what that was. Takio you- Tamiyasu, as Ramsdale said, has a huge head, and boy, can he hit that ball. There was no—Liverpool were desperate to switch play quickly. That's what you do when you have four players up top like that. And watching Tommy Asu, just watching teams wilt, watching, trying to switch play with Tommy Asu on the pitch is one of the most fun things in in football right now. Yeah, and 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 dude played for 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 like a a sandwich meet a couple of seasons ago. <laughs> um, and, you know, it, it, it's it's crazy. It's, I mean, Martinelli, Tommy Asu, uh, you know. Uh, Fabio Vieira. I mean, some some of these pick. Th- these are the buys that we used to not make. The Eden Hazard mm. with Leal waiting until he got so good that we couldn't afford him anymore. Like this, this is this is the way it should always have been. So I'm going to try before we go. I'm going to try one more thing. We 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 have Young Noble uh, commentator. He's he's been backstage. There's clearly some connection problems. So I'm going to bring him on once more for as long as his connection lasts, and then if. If it doesn't work, I'll, I'm going to play the full three minutes from from the other game because I didn't want to do that while Peter was on. But the full three minutes is absolutely hilarious. So, uh, so mate, are you uh, you good to be on again? Can you hear us? Yeah, I'm back again. Really, yeah, I'm really okay. Uh, after a very frustrating evening, yeah, very frustrating, a bad connection and. Really sad. I didn't have the conversation I wanted to have with uh, Peter Jerry, but I hope to have him on well, hey, sometime again. If you if you didn't hear what he was saying to you and about you uh, because of your connection, go back and watch the replay on YouTube. Because I mean, he 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 put more praise on you than you were able to even fit in on him. So. Uh, so it, it, it's great what you're doing, man, and 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 I know there, there's two of you that are uh, that are both putting out, uh, you know, kind of lip sync stuff, and and it's just it's, it's hilarious. And I've always I've always said the more you know the more creativity that's out there, the better. Um, how just tell us where the I mean, what's with what what are the earphones? Why? The shovel and the hammer. I mean, like, 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 what, who thinks of that? <laughs> um, one thing, uh, that's I think that's where really creativity comes into play because, um, you know, trying to get the normal headphone which uh, the commentators do use, um, is going to be like a normal thing, but using that, those odds headphone makes it more comic and make people to say ah, okay let me watch this on because this guy i know this this is not his voice the 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 microphone which is the hammer then the headphone which is something something out of nowhere just get those things on the tie in truth in truth what i'm doing is is uh it's just to it's just i mean to, i'm just to, to i'm just gonna start like I'm gonna start doing my own now, and I'm just gonna start picking up how you know utensils and 
and and talking into a bell and I mean it's, it's great. And, and, yeah, and I yeah. want in. I want to. I want to ride this wave. I want to. I want to buy into this. I'm gonna. Uh, you know, we're, we're gonna. We're gonna take each other global. But no, it's funny, man. It's really funny. <laughs> so you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. This this whole stuff. This whole stuff is all about glorifying commentators because one thing is that um, these commentators people people really pay attention to them when they are watching the game on TV or paying attention to what is happening on field. But we're doing this now after the games, make people to know that, ah, is this what these commentators are really giving to us that we are missing? And since we started this, I started mine uh, February 2021, since I started this, uh, I think I myself, along with my African brother, uh, Arab Uriah, we've been able to bring the attention mm -hmm. to, to the commentators for people to know what they are missing when they are watching games, for them not to pay attention to what is going on uh, um, uh, from the commentary aspect. But Peter, what Peter Drew is, is doing is absolutely amazing. And football lovers really love him, football lovers. I can tell you, I can tell you that 90% um, of my followers follow me uh, uh, all because of Peter Drury. I think I have, I have, I have lesser followers compared to my uh, a partner, uh, Rapuria, I think they have just over 450,000 followers. I can tell you that over 400,000 of those followers on all my social media platforms followed me because of Peter Drury. They all want to listen to his voice. So Peter is something else. He's really amazing. He's, well, he's amazing. I, I, one other thing, uh, my, lastly, lastly, uh, my, my uh, African brother, Rapuria, the both of us always discuss. We always discuss. Like yesterday, the both of us were, were discussing and uh, pushing each other, encouraging each other, because what we are doing, so many others have tried doing it, but they failed. And it's, it's really amazing. It's really amazing doing this. Well, you're doing a great you're doing a great job because it's the thing that you just said. Um, commentators are part of the magic of football, and what you're doing is really capturing with the absurdity of comedy, which, by the way, is brilliant. The the absolute weight that they're putting on to each of the each of their little things like you're really capturing the moment and it's really because it, it almost makes us look at ourselves it's like you know at, at some point we have to all realize we're all grown men watching watching other men kick the kick a football around but yet we get so emotional and so passionate and so connected and that's where the comedy comes from because there is an absurdity in how obsessed we all are with football and i think you're doing a fantastic job because you really are making me pay attention to the commentators it's wonderful yeah yeah, yeah uh, uh one uh one thing you have to know is that uh you have to be uh, enthusiastic about it and each single uh, 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 clip that I'm creating, I'm always enthusiastic about it. When, when, uh, 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 either be Manchester United against Arsenal, Liverpool against Arsenal, I can say you are a Gunners fan. I'm an Arsenal fan. But, but when Manchester United played against Arsenal, I have to, I have to keep that, 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 that defeat feeling outside and make sure I do it the way I'll be doing it, so that the outside world won't feel the. the 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 the, partial, the 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 partiality there from from me. So one thing is I have to be enthusiastic about it. I have to be really enthusiastic about it. And that is what I'm doing. I'm putting all my energy to do 
every single of my clip. All right. Well, mate, uh, we're gonna we're we're gonna end it there. Not and 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 I'm I'm muting your mic just because of the there's some background noise and clicking. So when you're not talking, I I'm muting it. I don't I don't want you to think I don't want you to talk. But um, but uh, you know I, we've long supported and and enjoyed the 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 various artists, and I use that word liberally but intentionally in the football community. I mean, not all of them are Arsenal fans, but the ones that we tend to know come from the Arsenal community. I mean, the, the artist, Ruth Beck, Fran from Center Sketches, um, you know, poorly drawn Arsenal, Jacob. I mean, the, 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 the comedians, the different approaches, the, the, the creativity, you know, creativity comes in a lot of forms. Some people choose to podcast. Some people choose to, to, you know, do YouTube channels. Some people do, as I've now learned in the last 24 hours, lip lip synced, incredibly impeccable, funny comedy videos. Um, you know, there's just an endless supply of interesting things out there. I like to think it's largely skewed towards Arsenal fans because you know we're great and we're creative and we're awesome. Uh, but just you know, there's so much out there it, it, to to enjoy and to and it really does kind of make these the bad times easier. And the good times more fun. Um, so, with that, Aston, any uh, any last things you want to mention before we head off? Um, yeah, the only thing that I want to mention is once again, Arsenal are good, and that's all that needs to be said. Does does there doesn't need to be any extra commentary? There doesn't need to be any extra spice. There doesn't need to be any extra words said. Arsenal are good. Period. End of sentence. It's nice to be back. Great. Uh, I hope uh, Tottenham remember to mind the gap. Well, they do get battered everywhere they go, and they and 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 by the way, they were reminded of that. You know, we talk about Arsenal artwork. Now, I do podcasts, but I would hardly consider our podcast or anything that I do to be art. But this, your face is art. This, this is my, <laughs> this is my art. This is my art. This is me spend, spending hard-earned money to get fourth-row ringside seats to a stupid-ass uh, professional wrestling show, knowing that every once in a while when the camera pans over to the, to the corner of the ring, I'm going to get a sign or two up there. And and watching Twitter go, go well, they go more bonkers during WWE shows because about 10 times as many people watch. But... Uh, but yeah, some people were butt hurt, some people were amused. Um, but uh this is my art. This is my art. I got such, uh, such I, execution, style, I, such poise. I got the Arsenal sign, Arsenal till I die up there. We even get uh you know, this was and these are all pictures from from people's televisions that they sent me, but uh you even got the whole magic mic thing with the big bald spot on the back and um you know, so so my contribution to to the world uh, of Arsenal artwork is uh, took place last Wednesday and Friday evenings um, at the AEW shows here in Washington D.C. <laughs> and all I can say is you're welcome. <laughs> I do it for you, the Gooner community. So um, anyway, thank you once again in absentia to to Peter Drury for joining us. Uh, thank you to you, Aston, for uh, for being my ride or die the last couple podcasts. Um, and, um, and, and, you know, we will be doing more. I might be a bit scarce over the next couple months, but that's another story. 
Um, and to Young Noble Commentary, who who told me his name is Young Noble Commentary. Um, <laughs> so that's what I'm going to yeah. call you. It's great. To, thank you for joining us from Nigeria. We hope you'll uh, hope you'll continue to stay tuned, and and uh, you know maybe we'll we'll find some way to collaborate in the future. Yeah. Yeah, Young Noble, the Young Noble, real talk. Mike Gunner Aston, add me on Twitter. We we should communicate, my guy. Yeah, yeah, we should communicate for real, for real. All right, brother. So uh, take care. And and instead of playing, well, I'll play our outro. But our outro today will be three minutes of Young Noble commentary doing his thing. Uh, I played a, a an edited down version of that before. But uh, thanks again for joining the the, the Gunners podcast. Uh, we'll see you soon, and here is Arsenal v. Liverpool. Martinelli, Shaka, Saka, Allison plunges, Jesus throws a boot at it, and Fabinho scrapes it out to Martinelli, and Martinelli again, and Xhaka. Away by Van Dijk, they scream penalty. He gives a penalty. Chaos and calamity in the Liverpool penalty area. Jesus beats the ground. I love how concerned he looks. <laughs> but his pain is Arsenal's opportunity. Well, this is brilliant football and looking at that, I just wonder how much contact there is here. Minimal, I would say. I like how he does different, like, mouthings for different people. Yeah. He's going to give it. Certainly not an overruling situation by VAR, but it's getting heated. Soft. VAR, as Graham has said, have uh, endorsed the referee's original decision. The penalty stands. (laughs) Akayo Saka. No, I don't. I don't know why Graham was was celebrating, but well, there was a calmness, wasn't there, in his face? He looked very composed. It seemed to take an age before the ref allowed him to take the penalty. Is that a shovel? But what a finish this is! <laughs> yes. When was the Emirates last like this, week on week? Ninety-seven and a half minutes. Allison flies it in. Firmino round the back. It's going on forever. <laughs> Firmino has made a yard. Out by Partey. Henderson. It hit Xhaka. Elliot. It hit Gabriel. Canate. The end. What a wonderful match. I love how he throws it back to Rebecca. What a wonderful win. What a meaningful response from those players. What unity, what joy from Saka. What poise in the moment that mattered most. Martinelli, Nunez, Saka, Firmino, Saka from the spot. And so much within, beyond and around it all. Arsenal noise, Arsenal smiles, Arsenal top of the league. That was good, Rebecca. That was so very, very good.
and Arsenal won it. Three two. <laughs> Face it, Aston's going to be spending the rest of his day imitating him, imitating people. <laughs> like, like it's gonna it's gonna be like Inception. You're gonna have like like me imitating Aston, imitating you. It's, it's gonna be a whole new thing. We're all gonna make you know trillions of 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 dollars and euros and all that stuff. Uh, it's gonna be amazing. But uh, but again, thanks for joining the Gunners Podcast. Now here is some more artwork. Watching the Gooners Podcast, a production of TGP Media, wholly owned subsidiary of Wanker Broadcasting Company Limited PLC. All rights and likenesses, except for Owens, are available for purchase and distribution according to the historical tenets of bird law. Make sure to check out the Gooners Podcast at Patreon at patreon.com forward slash TGP. Find Gooners V Cancer at GoonersVCancer.com. And don't forget, get them credit cards out. The Gooners Podcast has been brought to you thanks to a generous investment from Elon Musk, as well as the letter G and the number 69. Remember, Gooner family, that taught and get better everywhere they go. TGP.